Hello, and welcome to the Right Constable and Skeen Client Spotlight. Today's guest is Tom Birmingham, Vice President of Operations at CIA OmniGodge. Welcome, Tom. I am so excited to have you join us today. Thank you so much, Julie. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm really happy to be on the WCS Client Spotlight today. So let's start with you telling me about CIA. Absolutely. We are a unified cloud communications platform that we're proud to say we're in our 24th year in business. We opened in 1997 and we're headquartered in Parsippany, New Jersey. At the time, our two co-founders, Joseph Accarella and Richard LeMay, started CIA. Joe and Rich were veterans of the conference calling industry, having been a head of operations and head of sales at a different conferencing firm throughout the 90s with each other. And their conferencing company were heavily focused on the financial clients. And in 1997, they were approached by a global bank and asked to create a service to help improve their uh, client communications. And that service was broadcast voicemail. And at the time, Joe and Rich took this request and started CIA OmniGage. And they created a broadcast voicemail service for this company that within two years proliferated across Wall Street. And we realized rapid growth. And you know, within two to three years, almost every major banking firm on Wall Street were using our service for sending alerts to their clients. So it was a, that was the start of our company. And then from there, Joe and Rich returned to their roots and started a conferencing center. So we were able to successfully transfer many of our, our broadcast voicemail clients to our new conferencing service. We opened that conferencing service in 2001. A few years later, we began what's known as our, our click to dial or our integrated dialer service. And basically what that service does is it allows a user to load a list of their clients into our web application and simply click on a client's phone number and they're able to you know, start their phone calls directly from their office phone, uh, reaching out to each client. This, you know, the first purpose for starting the service was convenience. It allowed the end user to have a much easier experience calling all their clients because all their clients' phone numbers were in one place. They were able to simply click a button to initiate that call. And then after a while, we realized that there was a kind of a second important purpose, and that was for productivity assessment so that the managers of these sales teams were able to see, you know, what their, their, their salespeople were doing, what their productivity looked like, and how active were they in their client engagement efforts. And that service certainly kind of, you know, took off and allowed us to realize even further growth. And then most recently in this previous decade, we've seen all of these communication tools, all of our clients desired having them really under one roof. And that's what our most recent client offering has become, which is the OmniGage platform, which brings all of our communication tools under kind of, you know, one platform and allows our clients to benefit from all of them. So as you can see, we basically started by offering you know, reacting to client requests and creating new services for our clients. And needless to say, after a while, as clients were benefiting from all of them, but individually, they want us to create a more integrated experience and a more consolidated experience for their users. And that's something that we've done recently. And you've released this new communications platform. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So it's our OmniGage platform and it's a cloud-based multi-channel communication platform. So it allows clients to communicate, it allows our users to communicate with their clients through the voice channel, through email, 
or through text or what we refer to or SMS. Basically, they're the same thing. But the beauty of the platform in particular with regard to the, uh, the texting feature is that the end user who's sitting at their desk is able to have what we, we call a chat-like experience, similar to something you might engage with if you're using Skype or Microsoft Teams. You're able to initiate a text exchange with one of your clients by simply typing in a message into an SMS chat box, but you're going to reach your client on their mobile phone. And what we've been most definitely seen in the, in the past year with the COVID impact has been a number of our users' clients are no longer sitting at their desks in their offices. They're in their home environment. They're out and about. So this has allowed our users to reach their clients more effectively. And then, of course, being able to bring all of those channels of communication under one platform, we've created workflows that have allowed each of those communication channels to kind of work with one another and complement one another. And what I mean by that would be, say, the following use case. To start a day, one of our users may send out a broadcast email to 100 clients about a timely idea with regard to a certain stock. And our user wants to then be able to follow up with those 100 people to whom they sent that email. Our service is able to let them notify them about how the clients received the email. Did they open it? Did they read it? So basically, our user is able to know the results of that broadcast email in real time. And then the service can automatically create a calling list based on the broadcast email results. So in other words, if you sent a broadcast email at 8 a.m. to 100 people, and by 9 a.m. you realize that 15 of people have opened that email and have read it, they may have opened the PDF attachment that you included, that in a lot of the workflows that we create for our clients would indicate um, significant interest. Therefore, those 15 clients would be moved to a call list, and then that would be a call to action for our user who would then call those 15 people. So in many ways, in this sense, it's really created a great opportunity for efficient workflow where you're able to take a list of 100 clients at the start of your day and refine it to 15 people who have maximum interest in the topic that you've notified them about. And then you can progress your engagement with them to a phone call, which of course is that you know, more meaningful type of, of engagement that all of our users really seek. And you mentioned earlier that this is also being utilized for emergency management purposes. Absolutely. So the, the broadcast element of the platform, allowing any of the channels that we, we allow for, which is voice, again, text, or email, can be done in a, a point-to-point fashion, meaning from our user to one client, or in a broadcast fashion where they send it to you know upwards of, in the thousands of potential clients. So the platform has been widely adopted, of course, most rapidly in the last year, but even prior to COVID, many of users of the platform are using it for emergency management purposes. So one of the most common use cases is a company will use OmniGage and load all of their employee information into the application. So that would include the employee names, their their work email address, a personal email address, their work cell phone, their personal cell phone, and their home phone. And by having all of those contact details for all of their employees, they're able to initiate emergency broadcasts, maybe about uh, weather warning, office closure alerts, anything like that where you need to get a rapid communication out to a large number of people inside your company about a specific topic, our platform will allow you to do that. And as I had mentioned earlier, 
each of these channels of communication are able to complement one another and, and work in a, in a very interactive fashion with one another. So a common way I've seen our, our service use is we often consider email to be the most passive communication channel, whereas text is the most proactive with voice falling somewhere in between. So oftentimes we'll see that our emergency broadcasts will start with an email and they'll request an acknowledgement. So in other words, they'll send an email saying, you know, our New York Fifth Avenue office will be closed on, you know, X day. And then please press one to acknowledge you received this message. And for all those folks who respond to that email by pressing one, they're now automatically taken off. They've seen the alert, they've acknowledged it. And the, the person who initiated it now knows that this segment of people know that that office is closed. But for those people that wouldn't have entered that response, they'll then get a voice alert and it'll be the same workflow. This is notifying you that this office will be closed. Please press one to acknowledge you received this message. Once again, if people have acknowledged that, they'll now be taken off because it's been known that they've now received the alert. And then the final channel that the application will go through will be a text to everybody, once again, asking for a response. And then that could be repeated. And that may seem annoying in some ways, but it, you know it's for an emergency purpose. It's to ensure that an employee doesn't do something that the company doesn't want them to do, such as showing up for work at an office that's not open on a particular day. So it's a, a very intelligent platform that is able to accept responses from the recipients of these messages and act accordingly based on those responses. Now, I saw on LinkedIn that you shared about the challenges of the financial landscape due to COVID. Did you want to talk a little bit about how your unified communications platform is helping with customer engagement? Absolutely. So, of course, you know, as we all know, about this time last year, our entire user base left their offices and, and reverted to the you know, work from home environment. The beauty of our platform is that it's cloud based. So our users were able to take all their client details, all of, all of the contact information for their clients that they would now still be able to access from their home laptop, but they didn't need to be in their office to use our service. So in other words, whereas some competitors of CI OmniGage are tied to the company's uh, public broadcast system or their, or their PBX, our service being cloud-based allows users to connect to the service anywhere they have access to the internet and a phone line. So they didn't need their office phone line to continue communicating with their clients. They were able to use their cell phone. They were able to use their home landline. But as long as they, they basically were able to bring the application home with them and in the work from home environment, it was still a very successful tool for our clients. And they were able to maintain contact you know, with their clients. And as I mentioned earlier, the SMS feature really benefited many of our clients because the people they were looking to communicate with were no longer at their office phone numbers, so they were able to switch quickly and communicate with their clients through their, their cell phones. Great. And speaking of COVID, has COVID affected your day-to-day? -day? Absolutely. So one thing I would say, I'm, I was very pleased with the way our company performed. We've always supported a global user base at CIA from day one. So from the, the first client that we were able to sign on, this client didn't just bring their U.S. or North American-based business. They brought their entire global user base. So from day one, we've been a 24-7 company. But even throughout, we, we run our 24-7 companies run from our headquarters in Parsippany, New Jersey. So basically, as a 24-hour company supporting a global user base, we've always been under pressure to support our user base, regardless of weather conditions, 
regardless of any type of, of catastrophe. So when I, we were preparing for this without knowing that COVID was going to come and force us all to go work from home in the middle of March, 2020. But when we did, because we'd had experience with running a, a remote work environment, we were able to do it very successfully. We've always been very focused on business continuity. And we've had, you know, a couple of experiences prior to COVID where we put this to test in production and it was always been successful and we continue to be successful and support our clients. But in addition to, again, taking our entire workforce and moving from home like everyone else did, we saw unprecedented levels of usage of our service. So client support became more important than it ever was because in addition to having the user base that we had pre-COVID, we close to quadrupled the user base in the COVID era where people were kind of flocking to our platform to use the communication tools that we provided. And in addition to the OmniGaze platform that I've been primarily speaking to to this point, we also offer a virtual event platform. So needless to say, you know, we're all aware that virtual event platforms became all the rage. Some, you know, of course, most people are, are familiar with Zoom, but you know, our virtual event platform you know, takes it a step beyond what Zoom's capabilities are. And one of the purposes or one of the ways that our service is more comprehensive than Zoom is that it allows for a multi-room experience simultaneous. So many of our clients, for instance, run these, you know, large scale conferences where they'll have the management teams of a, a range of publicly traded companies attend the meeting and they'll have hundreds of investors who want to have, you know, connect with these management teams for one-on-one -on -one meetings. And then they'll also want to see keynote presentations by these management teams. So this type of conference, of course, in the pre-COVID era would typically be held in a you know physical conference facility somewhere. And needless to say, these conferences still needed to go on. And our virtual event platform was able to deliver that for our clients and of course, not give them the same exact experience as an in-person physical conference but by having a multi-room interactive video experience, we delivered something as close to be possible. So I think we delivered the next best thing. Great, thank you, Tom. Now, the last question I always like to ask in these interviews is what do you find most rewarding about working at CIA? Absolutely, so I just, for note, I've been with CIA now for 21 years, so I was there almost from the start. And I've definitely kind of, you know, witnessed all the growth, but from day one, one of the most gratifying experience that I have working at CIA is the fact that we are a small company where we have a very kind of intimate and close working relationship with all of our support team across sales, IT and operations. So I get the benefit of having a small company experience but the gratification of knowing that our reach is truly global. And from day one, I always enjoyed working with our clients throughout the world. It was a very kind of eye-opening and positive experience for me from day one to be able to interact with our clients in Hong Kong, in Singapore, in, in Australia, throughout Europe. And of course, over the past number of years, having the opportunity to even travel to some of these locations to interact with our clients firsthand and face-to-face. -face. And I'm truly looking forward to that experience again, but really just to sum it up, it's, it's having a small company experience through all my day-to-day -day work, but having a global reach with regard to the clients that we get to interact with. Wonderful. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you today. Thank you so much for joining me on the Right Constable and Skiing Client Spotlight. 
Thank you, Julie. It was a pleasure joining you and I really appreciate the opportunity.